Hello, 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 and welcome everybody to The Real Tea, where we truly educate you, you, yes, and even you. I am your girl, Contrice, from The Tea with The Tea, coming to you each and every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with that good game for your brain. And I'm so glad that you decided to join us. Now on tonight, not only do we have the tea, but we brought education for your mind. The real tea is presenting protection connection, a man with an objective and just to build a man, to face the world and meet it head on, right here, right now, the connection, it's real. So you can get ready, get set. We're coming into your homes, your cars, wherever you are tonight. We have something in store for you. Now, I need everybody under the sound of my voice. I need you to grab a pen, paper, bring your open mind, whatever you need to soak up the tea. Because my guest tonight, he truly has some good tea for us. And we're here to soak it all up. Now, remember, sharing is caring. If you're viewing the broadcast through the Facebook Realty page, please like, share, and follow. Now, if you're viewing this broadcast through the Realty YouTube channel, you just do one extra thing. You just like, share, follow, subscribe. It's just that simple. And each time the real tea begins to brew more tea, you will receive those notifications that you can join who? Your girl for tea on Tuesday, today, or any day on the replay. And now, now we have our future tea for the week. And yes, I'm talking about the tea you drink. We have matcha tea. Now, matcha tea is is combination of caffeine and cyanide. It is, matcha tea is green. Um, it's also clear. I have the clear kind. Um, it provides a stable and extended boost of energy. Um, like you might have previously experienced with coffee and energy drinks. It's unlike that. The caffeine is gentle. It's a pick you up. It provides you with an extended energy boost and then let you softly back down to earth. So matcha tea is for your focus. Um, great for immunity. Matcha burns calories. Um, so if you're looking to lose that weight, you know, get some matcha. It, it, it's tasty as well. You guys know I have my tea. I have it every week. It's also great for oral health uh, and it's very, very tasty. I had some this morning. Um, and for more information, please, you guys visit TenzoT.com. Um, you can find out all the information about the tea. So now we also want to take a glimpse of our feature business for the week. Now, if you're looking to have your business featured on our show, please email jointrees4t. That's at gmail.com. Now, please include your business location, any pictures associated with your business. And we at The Real Tea will be pleased to get you right on. Um, you know that we support all businesses. Um, the Real Tea will be right back after the feature business for the week. It is TJ Apparel's very short commercial that I received. But we're going to go ahead and play it anyway. But nonetheless, this is TJ's Apparel. I hope you guys enjoy.
Yes, TJ Sapiro. They apparently have children's clothes, and you guys can actually find her on Facebook. So go back. If you're looking for some children's clothes, please, please, please contact Tanya Ewing is her name. So welcome, 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 you guys. Um, if you're just joining in, you want to catch it from the beginning, please, please, please. Catch it any day on the replay, Tuesday or any day. Now, our guest tonight is a powerhouse to the legacy of what real men should be uh, by providing instructions in plain view for all to see. He is the creator and the founder of Real Men Connect, a multimedia men's movement where he mobilizes, mentors, and multiplies the effect of what men desire to be. We like better husbands, fathers, and spiritual leaders um, at home and on the job and even in a community. You guys, please welcome to the Real Tea platform. We have Dr. Joe Martin. Hey, Catrice, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? So happy to see you finally. I get to see you outside of pictures. <laughs> That's right. Just the pictures. <laughs> Thank you for having Thank you for reaching out to me, inviting me to be here. I am so excited about being on your show. I, yeah. I got to tell you this real quick thing, though, this real caveat, this real short caveat. When you reached out to me and I noticed that your show was called The Real Tea, you had no idea knowing that that's my nickname for my wife. I call her Sweet Tea. <laughs> That's their, that's their nickname, Sweet Tea. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, I saw you and I said, you know, he is awesome. So I started to do what I do. You know, it's the nature of the beast. So I started researching and I started watching and I said, this man is very powerful, extremely powerful. And I really, really am in it because I'm a mother of two sons, not mm -hmm. to mention I also am married. So I said, I need him on the tee. If nothing else, he needs to help me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll yes. do the best I can, but it's by the grace of God that I'm here. Um, and I'm still pinching myself to realize that God has put me in a position to do the work that I'm doing. I should be the least likely to be the chosen person to be doing the kind of work that I do. Yes. And what a work you're doing and what a work you're doing. I, I definitely um, have to commend you. Um, we really what you do is what some what should have been done a long time ago, as far as I'm concerned, you know, in regards to men, you know, um, raising, you know, I raised two boys being a mm -hmm. single mom at that particular time and raising them actually, you know, was really hard. It was hard, you know, trying to raise two boys being a single mom. You know, we sometimes feel like the men don't need a man, you know, in their right. in their in their circle. But ah, uh, I was ever so wrong. You need that. But anyway, I uh, just had a few questions for you um, and 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 uh, about the challenges for men today. Like, what do you think the biggest challenge is for men today? Well, there's, there's a lot of challenges that we face, but if I had, if you wanted me to pick one, cause I can list several of them, but if you had to tell me the one thing, if I could change one thing or address one thing in men and most people who are listening to your show right now won't anticipate what I'm getting ready to say, okay. but this is from working with hundreds of men, mm -hmm. uh, mentoring men, discipling men, speaking to men, writing about men, <laughs> you name it, being a man. Right. And I would say the biggest challenge that we face, and I guess you couldn't even just say a man, but when it comes to a man, it's really important for us. It's his lack of identity as a man, knowing who he is outside of what he does. Mm -hmm. 
See, as men, we find our identity usually in um, what I call the Asians. <laughs> uh, occupation, what we do. Our level of education, how much we know, our wisdom and knowledge. Um, our reputation, how many people know us and we're famous or people follow us or know about us. Um, compensation, how much we make. Mm. And even sometimes our level of intimidation, how often can, how can we get other people to fear us and, quote, respect us? So if to me, the biggest challenge that we face is finding our identity outside of who God created us to be in the things that God created for us. We're finding our identity in that instead of him. That is absolutely you, you hit it on the, on the, on the head, especially, um, you know, I guess in a, in a nutshell, knowing their worth. You know mm -hmm. what 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 they're worth. You know that that is really really um amazing because um I know that my own sons um that was what they struggled with especially um my my younger son um he ended up in a bit of trouble and I know that prior to that he was definitely searching for his identity like who he truly was mm -hmm. um he wanted to be. I believe something that he wasn't or didn't know who he was in the first place, you know, or right. was trying to be. So that is, that is awesome. Very, uh, you know, a good answer. I know that a lot of men feel like they fail as being men. Um, so what do you think causes that? Like what makes them feel like they're failing to, as a man? Well, I, I think it goes back to identity because our identity determines our destiny. And when I say about when people say, why is he making such a big, deal, a big deal about identity? When you meet the average man, even when a woman meets a man, the first thing they want to know is what does he do? Mm. And so um, we are setting, when you talk about how do we you know, fail a lot, because we set ourselves up for failure, thinking our value is found in what we do, also found in what, we, um, what we've been through, our past, and where we came from. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up in the hood in Liberty City in Miami in the projects. And sometimes that can follow you the rest of your life. You think that's all I am is where I came from mm -hmm. um, that um, it could be based on being rejected um, by others when he was in his, their growing years. And we were told you can look think about media images, um, the messages that are sent to media. I mean, I remember when I was growing up as a kid in, in the projects, um, they would ask kids, what do they want to be when they grow up? Some say they want to be rappers. They want to be entertainers. They want to be athletes. Because I grew up in Miami, so it was a lot of athletic people, a lot of talented people who went into rap, the rap game. But I was five foot nothing and a hundred or nothing. I couldn't slam. I couldn't dunk a basketball. I couldn't sack a quarterback. And I couldn't tell a joke. And I couldn't sing. And I couldn't rap. Mm. So the only thing I had going for me was whatever God gave me. But when, since I, I saw everybody else defining themselves by that, when they asked me, little Joe, what do you want to be when you grow up? I just told them alive. Because I lost six of my friends before I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And if I felt that I, based on the fact that I didn't have that kind of talent, I'm not going to make it out of here alive. Because most of my friends didn't. And so a lot of times we fail based on our past. All this is attached to identity. I'm where I came from. I'm what people did to me. I'm what I do. I'm what my mama said. I'm what my, my, my dad left. I'm what society says about me. Right. I'm what the cops think about me. Mm -hmm. All this is shaping our identity, but we're finding identity in the wrong place. So it goes right back to identity. Yeah, I think today, um, just piggy um, off of the cops, um, the way 
I didn't really even realize how deep the stereotypical ness, if that's a word, <laughs> that men <laughs> have went through. I tend to make up words all the time. But anyway, the, 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 seriously, I, I should have my own little dictionary. <laughs> I do it all the time. But it's what fits. I mean, I did. I never really paid attention to the things that a man actually goes through in the eyes of the law. I mean, he typically doesn't win. You know, he doesn't win. He doesn't win in child support court. Uh, he doesn't win. In, you know what I mean? He, he he doesn't win, you know. And again, I learned these things by raising two of the, now two adult males, um, you know, and I never thought there would come a time where I would be afraid when my son leaves my home, you know, thinking you, you just never know what can happen. They can be wrong place, wrong time, looking right. the wrong way and there you go. So yeah, that's that's a lie for 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 me. And you are absolutely the way they're viewed is is a mess. Well, I'm a wife. I'm a wife, and um, it's it's pretty new to me. I was married before, but this is somewhat new because I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. And um, marriage is a lot of work, but I need to know. What what do we need to know about these men? I'm, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to figure it out. Really, I am. Well, I, I can tell you there, there's several things, and I'll stop before I talk too much. Uh, because even though I work with men, we get a lot of women who send us emails. They support our organization because we are a, a nonprofit. So mm-hmm. we rely on donor support. And believe it or not, we have more women give to us than men do. <laughs> now we serve a lot of men, but the women are the ones who are giving financially to, to yeah. what we do. So, which is a great endorsement for believing in what we're doing and how we're helping these men. But if I had to talk, tell women, if I was giving advice, it was the same advice I would give to my wife. She's learned a lot about men based on what I do now. But the things that I think women need to know about us, I, I want to pick things that are not obvious um, to women because a lot of stuff you already figured out by mm-hmm. trial and error. But yeah. I want to tell you the things that even the men won't tell you a lot of times okay. about ourselves. So what I think women need to know, one of the things that I think women need to know and really understand, I think they think they they get it, but not really, is that most men's self-worth, their identity we're talking about, is tied into their ability to provide for you. Mm. So remember we said it's not just they define themselves by what they do, but we also mentioned compensation, how much they make. Mm-hmm. And Women say, well, I kind of figure that. No, I'm talking about on a whole different level. When your man or husband, God forbid, he loses his job or his ability to provide. Now, you being his ride or die saying, mm-hmm. oh, I got you. You know, yeah. I'll work double chief if I have to. We got <laughs> we're going to be fine. And you're thinking, wow, I'm really supporting my husband. But you don't understand that inside him, there's an there's an eternal battle going on where he knows that you love him, but he's worried about how society views him. And the example that I use is my wife is a ride or die. I mean, she's just real ride or die. Okay. <laughs> and if, okay. We, if we were homeless, my wife would be the one, she wouldn't be complaining because we're homeless. She'll say, hey, whose turn is to hold a sign? Baby, you want me to hold it? Or you uh-huh, hold this uh-huh. sign, right? Yeah. Now, she prides herself on being that kind of wife. But here's the problem. She's thinking she's supporting me. She's taking turns. She's not complaining. She said, hey, I was with him when he didn't have anything. I was with him when he had something. I was with him when he lost it all. 
but she doesn't understand that what's going on inside of me is that as cars are driving by, they're looking at her and our family and say, oh, what a poor family. Oh, that's so sad. Man, mm -hmm. Give a little something. And then they look at me. Why he doesn't, how come he can't find a job? Now they're not judging her. She's mm -hmm. my wife. Right, right. They don't know if she gambled all our money away. <laughs> you know I mean? right. They're just looking at me as the man and say, why can't that sucker get a job? Why can't that buster get a job? Right, right, and so right. what I want women to understand is that if your man ever goes through something that where he loses his job or his ability to provide or whatever, no matter what he's telling you, keep him encouraged. Keep him encouraged. Don't, but don't act like it's nothing. You got to understand it is a huge deal for him, even if he doesn't tell you. So if what women really need to know is that that's one thing they need to know. Um, here's something that's now I'm gonna get women mad at me on this one. <laughs> but here's something that women need to understand. A man needs to know and believe he can satisfy you and make you happy. Now, I'm not just talking about sexually. I'm talking about in all areas of your life. Mm -hmm. He needs to know that he's good enough for you. Yeah. And the reason why I say women might get upset, here's what I'm talking about. You got to let them catch you sometimes. Make them ch challenge them, but then let them catch you and then wiggle out and then let them catch you again. But don't ever play. Don't be impossible to catch. Don't be impossible to please. Here's what you have to always worry about a man saying. If you ever hear this, this is the beginning of the end of a relationship. If he tells anybody, you, his boys, some other, God forbid, some other woman, anybody, he says this, you know what? No matter what, I just can't keep Contrice happy. Mm -hmm. I just can't, I just can't, she will never be satisfied. Mm -hmm. There's never, it's never enough for her. Why is she so doggone hard? That is the beginning of the end. Because here's mm -hmm. the problem. This is nothing that men, women need to know about women. Men love to win. And if mm -hmm. they can't win, they won't play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They will just stop playing. And I'm, I'm, I'm old, so I'm going to use an old analogy. He'll take his marbles and go home. <laughs> <laughs> or let me put it in better. Day. He'll take his PlayStation and go home. <laughs> if, you can, if he can't beat you at Madden, <laughs> he can't win sometime, he's snatching the whole thing out the wall. <laughs> and he leaving. Right. I'm out of here. Because right. he'd rather not play than mm -hmm. lose. So women, the power that you have is to let them win occasionally. Not all the time. You don't make, make it too easy. Right, right, but right. let them win sometimes that he feels good about himself, hits himself on the chest and man, I can make her happy. I can satisfy her. But yes. if she becomes impossible to please, he's going to just quit and give up. Now, those are just two things. I can go on. I told you to just stop me from talking. But I can tell you a lot of other ones, though, as well. I truly needed that. No, honestly. Um, because I... Um, am an only child okay so that was you know i had really the only child syndrome so that's like another show but nonetheless <laughs> um, right. i'm the only child <laughs> and so my husband um we went through that you know that phase where you know i was becoming extra needy mm -hmm. to me I, even if you can say it yourself you know <laughs> right, like I, right. i'm just being this way too needy for this man like he was not doing all this at the beginning what is wrong with me you know what i mean i had to check mm -hmm. i had to talk like they say i had i said self myself said huh i had to do one of those <laughs> it was one of those moments where I had to, but I know that what you're saying is all too fair because all too real, I meant to say, because 
I did a self, you know, analogy of myself and took a step back and looked at myself to say, you know what? Number one, this is not worth it. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, you know, I'm going to have to go at this at a different angle, kind of like revamp, you know, press the reset button. And when I did that, you know, when I started to make him feel like he was enough for me, you know, because at one point I was acting like he wasn't. And again, I'm not speaking sexually. I'm speaking all around the board. You know what I mean? Like if he scratched my back on the right, I'm like, no. Why can't you get the other side? (laughs) You're doing it too hard. No, that ain't right. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Rub my feet. Do this. Do that. You know what I mean? And my husband is working hard. Like I'm Mm -hmm. talking about extremely hard. And you know, I had to look at the fact that my worries were like, went, my worries went from, okay, how am I going to do this? Or I'm going to do that to what am I going to cook and what color rug am I going to, you know what I mean? The worries mm-hmm. just went to a whole nother level and I started to think on the good things or the things right. that were lovely and pure. Right. And so that helped me. So you are absolutely correct. We have to ask women, you know, Make them feel like you said. I let him win sometimes when he let really him win didn't. sometimes. You don't have yeah, to win all the time. You don't have to be undefeated. But let yeah. him win. At least give him a winning record <laughs> that right. he's winning more than he's losing, yes. and that encourages him and it feeds his quote ego. It does, <laughs> and it makes him feel because what is it? It's going to do is get him to want to do even more to say, "Wow, I am winning when I do this." So, in other words, reward what you want him to repeat. Exactly. Oh, come on with the T. Come on with the T. That is so true. This is so true because that's exactly what happened Mm -hmm. in my own home, you know, where it it became a lot more peaceful. The arguments became a lot less. And, you know, I saw him changing before my eyes just by me changing myself. So, Dr. Martin. You got something there, my brother. It's true. Now, Catrice, I, I got, I'm going to have to share something with you. And now I'm going to throw myself under the bus a little bit. I got the Holy Spirit is moving in my heart. So I got to be honest. Go I got ahead. to tell you, one time I was, uh, <laughs> my, my wife came home and I was folding clothes. Uh-huh. She had washed. I said, oh, I'm going to go ahead and fold the clothes. So she walks in and she says, Wow, that is so sexy to me. To yes. see you folding clothes, Ooh. my goodness, you are turning me on. And she's just going off right. <laughs> I man, I've been folding clothes ever since. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking for clothes to fold now. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, do we need to do laundry? Because I'm thinking, because that was now I didn't realize she was actually doing that as a ploy to get me to fold more clothes. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm talking about. We'll fall for it every time. Yes. Whatever that we see that we're winning with that, we're gonna mm-hmm. keep doing that you we're okay. going to reward whatever we're going to repeat whatever you reward and now i don't complain about folding clothes i'm thinking i want her to see me folding these clothes and i'm gonna yes. have a fold before she gets home because yes. i want her to think a oh, man is sexy absolutely. <laughs> absolutely and oh my goodness that's a that that's a wonderful ingredient in, in, in a marriage that's a boy i'm telling you ain't that that didn't nice. cost me nothing it ain't cost me no money i ain't take it out <laughs> Right, that was free. <laughs> yeah, win-win. The clothes fall, and she right. happy. Oh yeah, that's a recipe for some marital um mix-up. <laughs> I'm telling you now. So I'm telling you, it 
women, if they can get that, I'm telling you, they, and I hate to say it this way, they can literally train us <laughs> if they get that part of it. We like to win. Why do you think we like sports so doggone much? Yes. That's why we're obsessed with sports. We're, we're obsessed with winning. We love to see winners. We love to see champions. And we want to believe, you know, if we didn't do it on the ball field, we want to at least say, I can do it in my home. Right. You know, so help them, help them win sometime. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you that that was some good tea for me. I'm telling you what I can't wait till tomorrow. My husband drives truck and he comes in tomorrow. I'm gonna be complimenting all sorts of things. <laughs> it's amazing though. It, it really, really is. So I wanted to get to this because, like I told you, that um I raised two boys, mm -hmm. and um, you know, as a single mother. Um, I went through some really, really tough challenges, you know. So for other single mothers out there, uh, what do single mothers, what do they really need to know about raising boys? How can, what can we give them to help them? Well, I'll give them a, a, a several tips, but I'll give them the first one. Because my mom was a single mom. My mom was a teenage mother. She had me at the age of 16, had my sister at 17, and without our, da and our dad left when I was two. So my mom was with two kids at the age of 17. She had to drop mm -hmm. out of high school to raise us. And my mom did the best she could. My mom struggled a lot, um, not only financially, but emotionally, because the man of her dreams just left her with two kids. And now she has no high school diploma. So my mom had some um, addiction problems with alcohol and she struggled. But my mom had some good days, too, where she poured into us and made us believe that we can achieve and do anything my mom never finished high school, but I became a college professor and had my doctor degree before I was 30. My sister is a, is a medical doctor now. And so my mom couldn't have been all bad, right. you know, even though she struggled a lot. Mm -hmm. But the first thing I would tell women before I even get into what they can do to help raise um, boys is that they got to recruit another man. Mm. And I know the women don't, don't want to hear this, but it's just the truth. Yes. Women a woman cannot raise a boy to be a man. She can encourage him. She can, um, but she can't affirm him. He needs another man to do that. It doesn't have to be his dad. It has to be another man. There's a difference between mom saying, boy, you're the greatest. You go, you're a great man. And his dad saying, you are a great man. You have what it takes. Mm -hmm. That's going to carry more weight than what any woman could ever tell. My mom always told us what we could do and we can believe, but it wasn't until a man believed in me that I thought it was real. And I'll give you one quick example before I give you some tips that women can do to help with the boys. But I remember when um my son was playing basketball, he was like elementary school. They, you know, they look around, they were running around like they're crazy. They can't okay. play ball that well, but they're playing. And after he, my son had a pretty decent game, even though he's like eight years old, right? So he comes to the sideline. He asks his mom, he said, Mama, how did mom say, oh, baby, you were great. Oh, you were awesome. You were wonderful. And then my son said, Daddy, what did you think? I said, well, you, I said, your mom, you heard what your mom said. You did a wonderful job. You did a great job. He said, yeah, I know that's what she said, but you'll tell me the truth. Mm. See, he ex we expect mamas to just love on us, to tell us we're the greatest, we're the best. But we feel like we have to earn it from our dads. That's not true, but we feel that way. So when he gives it to it, it feels like it has a little bit more weight. So I would tell women to recruit, if you have to, a guy, another man that you can trust. And most women say, well, I don't know. You know, I'm not saying find you a husband or a boyfriend. 
Look around. Start in start on in your church. Start on your job. Start in your neighborhood. Start in your community. Start with anything where you see men are congregating and look for a man who you say, wow, that you can point to and tell your son, that's the kind of man I want you to be. And then you go recruit him like as if you were recruiting for a job. Okay. You were, now, women should know this. If you're trying to feed your kids, you're a single mom, there's almost nothing you wouldn't do to make sure your kids get fed. Well, treat mm -hmm. that as if you're recruiting. A man is a job that you need to you need to fill that position or your son is going to starve to death. Mm -hmm. You need to find him a man. It could be a family member. It could be an uncle. It could be a, um, um, a cousin, whoever that they can look up to that you trust and you respect and you admire. But you got to make mm -hmm. sure you have the right standard for who that man is. Now, some of the other things that I would say that um, that we, they can still do beyond raising him is to be an example of the kind of woman that you want him to marry. Are you following me? Mm hmm. Now, we ain't saying go marry your mama, but he should be looking at, you know what? I don't need a mama, but I want a woman who has the qualities like my mom. Mm -hmm. High integrity, um, loving, nurturing, positive, or whatever the, the, the attribute may be. So be an example of the kind of woman that you want him to marry someday and mm -hmm. what he needs to be looking for in a wife. Also, I would say... As a parent raising a boy, whether you're male or female, don't just be a parent. Be transparent with your son. In other words, tell him some of your struggles. Because uh, here's some of the uh, uh, great mamas, mistakes that great mamas make. They do such a great job of raising their sons without showing them the, the, the tough side of being a, a woman. That when they do get a woman and the woman doesn't act right, they're thinking, what's wrong with you? My mm -hmm. mom never struggled like that. My mom never went through that. Yes, you did. You just hid it from him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, don't hide it from him. Confront it and let him see that, hey, you're going to be probably you're going to be married one day. And the woman's going to not going to be perfect. Your mama's not perfect. I'm not perfect. But here's how a woman who's not perfect deals with her issues. Look for that in a woman who has issues, because every woman he's meet, he's going to meet is going to have issues. I can't tell me how many times I had men. Who didn't their marriage didn't work out in their first marriage? They said she was nothing like my mom. I said, but describe your mom. And they started telling me about the mom. I said, Your mama wasn't even like that. <laughs> they said, yes, she wasn't. No, that's what she showed you. Exactly. But that's, I said, but only Jesus was perfect, and your mama wasn't perfect. Right. She hid the problem. She hid the problems and the struggles that she had. Mm -hmm. And so from that standpoint, we got to be transparent, not just apparent. And I'll add one more. Um, provide a safe place for your son to be able to talk about his struggles as a man because the last thing you want him to do is go to his friends <laughs> talk to you know some other kid with only 16 years experience of living mm -hmm. <laughs> 15 or 14 years of, let him feel comfortable now, i'll give my mom credit for that my mom we didn't have a man in the house and my mom struggled a lot of times but i don't think there was i always felt i could tell my mom anything when mm -hmm. i was struggling even struggling with stuff that was man stuff she made me comfortable to be able to do that. I'm not saying that you got to solve all his problems, but you want to train him that it's okay to express how you feel to a woman. Because a lot of times as men, we bring that baggage into a marriage that we're thinking, I can't be vulnerable. She's going to think I'm weak. I can't tell her I'm struggling because she's going to look at me and think I'm a punk. But because, mm. uh, And more than likely because some woman made him feel that way before. 
So if his mom is incurring that it's okay for men to cry, it's okay to feel the struggle. My wife even told me one time, she said, she said, do you realize you're, to me, you appear the strongest when I see you at your weakest? I'm like, what? She says, you appear to me the strongest when you're at your weakest. I said, how's that possible? Because my wife, I forgot to tell you about my wife. She's ex-military, ex-law enforcement. She's Ooh. like a G.I. Jane. She's tougher than me. <laughs> okay. She's serious. Yeah. So she, but she told me, she <laughs> says, um, that you're, to me, you're the strongest when you're at your weakest. I said, why is that? She said, because when I see you struggle, you don't hide it from me. Mm. You tell me about it. And I see where you turn for help because I turn to God for help. Mm -hmm. she said, I like the fact that you're not trying to act like you're stronger than you are. Right. right, right. I think if we could do that for our little boys growing up and let them know it's OK. I can't tell you how many times my daughter and my son have seen me cry. But yet they would they wouldn't tell you dad's a punk. What they will say is that dad loves God and he feels things deeply. So mm -hmm. I'm able to express my love to them my love for my son to them openly without it feeling weird. You know, so uh, if a mom can do that, provide him a safe place to train him on how to share his heart with a woman. Mm -hmm. And that's going to benefit him years and years down the line. Right. I totally agree with you. Um, that was something that I admired about my own father mm -hmm. was um, he was never afraid. He never painted a picture to me like as if nothing was ever wrong like you know he 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 was he was he was very transparent with me where my mother was not so i'm a woman <laughs> my mother was not i right. thought the world was this um beautiful prism that mm -hmm. the sun shined on it and it glistened <laughs> everywhere and everything was beautiful and this and that and that was not the correct thing to right. do so you're absolutely correct that you do have to be transparent with your children yeah because you will send them it's almost like um it's it's almost like renting a uh, 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 selling a home and telling them there's nothing's wrong, nothing wrong with this, this house, house. <laughs> nothing wrong with this house this house nothing wrong with this house go in that house and live and just go sit down and don't worry about it and you get in there and a week later the furnace has just went out because it was on its last leg and right. then so you know what i mean now you gotta now you gotta know that there's actually someone who fixes the furnace and then you also find out you got to pay for the furnace. i mean you know and, what I mean? And, now, and now you're scared to ever buy another house again exactly <laughs> you got that right dr martin i'm telling you that is so very true but it, you know, now, now that you mention that, I, I think about someone when you're buying a house, they give you a list mm -hmm. of the things that have to pass inspection. And they'll mm -hmm. tell you some of the Here's the problem. And before you even buy the house, they'll negotiate. OK, do you want the owner to fix this or will, yes. you, will they take that off the price? But it's called a full disclosure. Now, the it thing is. is, when we're talking about for parents, we're not saying um, sharing too much information. No, exactly. Share with the level. Let them allow them to share and you to share with them at a level of their understanding. Exactly. Let them know that. So if they're asking you about, did you smoke weed when you were in high school? Tell the truth. Yes. If they're asking you about it, that means you can talk to them about it. I always tell people this. They say, how do I know what to tell my kids? I said, if they're old enough to ask the question, they're old enough to hit the answer. Okay. Don't be giving them answers they didn't ask for. But if they ask you something, if they're if, if your kid comes home in elementary school asking you about sex, they're old enough to hear about sex. Yeah. Because if you don't tell them, they're going to get it from somewhere. Why do you think they're asking the question? Because mm -hmm. they've been exposed somewhere to it. And yeah. now you have the opportunity to share with them. So 
be there, but allow them not to feel embarrassed to come tell you. Because you ever heard some parents dealt with your no, I don't want to talk about that. Oh no, don't bring that up. I want and no, you now you teach them suppress my feelings. And what's going to happen is as he continues to suppress that, he's going to be oppressed by the enemy and he's going to express it negatively on that woman. You better say what's wrong with him. Yeah. Because now he's exploding because he always been suppressing all this stuff his whole life. So mm -hmm. you don't want to do that. Yeah. And it definitely, you know what, the, the, it definitely comes from who raised, who, who, who was doing the raising and what was displayed basically. And that is so true. Um, how you pick up those, you know, I even pick it up from my own husband, like where he was raised and, and how he was raised, was raised by his grandfather who was extremely militant kind of. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was a straightforward path and that's only, you know, I have to tell my husband, no, babe, you got to loosen up. It's okay. <laughs> right. Loosen up. You got to be, this a funny movie. Laugh. <laughs> <Right. laughs> he just told a joke. You got this man wasting this joke. This funny. You know yeah. what I mean? But no, I was just, but really, you know what I mean? That is so true. You do have to, you know, like you said, not tell too much. I mean, yeah. who no, wants to, no, you know, yeah. you don't want to tell too no much. No TMI, but yeah. just enough Based on their question, what they ask, speak to them on a level that they understand. Yeah. Basically, if they, so if they eating a hamburger, they don't have to eat the whole hamburger. The noise <laughs> kind of like thing. <laughs> so, like it goes back, you don't have to, yeah, they want a sausage, but you don't have to tell them what goes in the sausage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That is so true. I saw that um, I'm a reader. I'm a reader. I have, since I've been in the industry, I have read so many books because, you know, I talk to a lot of authors and stuff like that, but I haven't gotten a chance to get your book, but I need to, I was, I was doing some research and I was like, I'm going to let him tell us about this book. So you want to tell me a little bit about so the, the latest book that we came out with. You're probably That's talking what I'm about talking about, the latest one. Yeah, yes. the latest book that we came out. Matter of fact, I don't know if they can see it, but it's right behind me. I'm pointing at it. I'm seeing uh -huh. my finger there, right there. Uh -huh. It's called Man Accomplished. Yes. Uh, Man Accomplished. And it's 50 challenges to help you become the man that God made you to be. But it's not really, it's, it's a book, but it's written at like it's an action guide. It's, mm -hmm. it's actually a book that I wrote that I think very few men will be able to finish. Oh. And the reason why is not I want them to finish it, but because everything is an action is 50 challenges. Mm -hmm. In other words, in order to finish this, you got to finish 50 challenges. Oh. I don't think most men will be able to do it. Okay, <laughs> I want them to do it. If they, if they were faithful to doing it, it's going to bless them. But there, it's not easy. So mm -hmm. I, obviously I didn't write this book to make a lot of money because people, you want to make a book that's actually people want to finish. They're going to actually finish. Right. But the reason why I made the book, because, and it's going to sound crazy. I said, um, God, I said, um, it took you, I said, you made Adam in less than seven days. Mm -hmm. I said, God, now if I can make a man myself, build him up from scratch, I need more than a week. God, if I could do it in a year, Based on my own life, interviewing over 400 guests on my podcast mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. having over 500 some episodes, yes. coaching and mentoring hundreds of men, speaking to thousands of men across this country. If I could make a man from scratch over mm -hmm. a year, mm -hmm. what would I teach him first, second, third, all the way up to 50, 50 lessons? What would I teach him and how could I make sure that he does each and every one of them? Okay. And 
why we call it man accomplished because by the end of the year because every chapter is when you finish the challenge it says man accomplished okay and so it's 50 actions um challenges that you got to take by the end of the year now check this out i already told you you already know what the first lesson is going to be about identity yes but check this out we don't talk about sex until the 35th or 37th chapter well wow. tells you sex isn't as important as we think it is it isn't because i kept every chapter i prayed on each one and i only did one a week for over a year i said but god before i write the next one i'm praying on it and then tell every sunday i would get sit at this computer where i'm sitting at watching you right now and i said okay god what's the first thing i would teach a man and the holy spirit would tell me i would pray i would write and i want to go to the next week said stop now go to church <laughs> now, okay next week, come back and join me next week and pray again like that and I'll mm -hmm. give you the second one. And Yay. I did that for the course of a year. And it's called Man Accomplished. It's my most proud book. I've written, I probably co-authored about 12 books. This oh. is the one I'm most proud of that I want to leave behind as a legacy for mm -hmm. generations to follow. And right. I tell men by the end of the year, either you're going to be, you're going to become the man God made you to be, or you, at least you'll be able to teach another man how to. Exactly. So that's what that book is about. And I'm so yeah. excited about it. Yes, I'm excited too because I got to get the book for my husband. And it's a great, and it'll be a great um, Father's Day gift. I'm telling yeah, you, we Father's sell a lot of them. Yeah, I'm making him a basket. I'm giving him a teacup. He gonna get one of them too, and I'm getting him this book. And I'm gonna see because I believe that. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I don't, you know, I don't want anyone in 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 nowhere around me and that's watching or any of that to think that my husband is. This is just, this is just, you know, like you have something that need polishing. And yeah. there's a little polish to it. There's a little polish to it because he's a great man. He's mm -hmm. a great man. Honestly, goodness, he's a great man. And and I just know he, he loves to read as well. And he also likes challenges. Mm -hmm. And so I am so excited to know what these challenges are. I know what the he, first he one is. It. I yeah, know, I know. Yeah. And I'm going to be asking him questions. I'm going to be the teacher. Like, okay, <laughs> you, you, I, I want to know what happened now because what do we get accomplished here? Now, I, I got to warn you, though. I got to warn you. There's some things in there that he, because you have to write sometimes in the book, there'll okay. be some things he may not want to share with anybody that he oh. might have. Because <laughs> so, okay. we, di we dig deep into, we deal with a lot of stuff, man, mm -hmm. in there. Imagine, I'm trying to build a man in one year. What would okay. I do? And this from all the mistakes that I've made, successes that I've had, the uh -huh. art lessons that I learned. Exactly. I mean, it came from a, a really good place, from just yeah. me, me being transparent and open and honest about my right. struggles as a man. Right. Well, I have I, I I wanted to dabble into this because this um this was is intriguing to me that you even said this, and I wasn't even planning on this uh, okay. to even ask you this, but. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you anyway. Now, <laughs> now you were you talked about sex being the the 35th down in yeah, the book, about thirty something or thirty eight or something like that. Yeah, it's it's near the end of the book. Yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's fine. And that sex is not as important as 
we may think it is. Now it is. It, it, it is mean, important. It, it is yeah, important. It's up there with breathing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's important because it's the but reason it ain't that the a lot most of important thing. Yeah, but it ain't yeah, the yeah, most yeah. important thing. Right, but it's it's not you know as important, and that is something that I wanted to get out there as a message, you know, because I talk to a lot of people, and and some people tend to talk to me about just about anything. And so I just had a conversation with a young lady who was having issues um, in her marriage. Um, And when she told me what the issue was, I was flabbergasted Mm -hmm. uh, because in her mind that it was all surrounded by sex. Um, You know, I, I had her to write down a list of the good things and then the bad things. Right. Things that you don't like about your husband and right. things that you do. And she had this long, I mean, a long list of things that he did do that was right. Mm-hmm. And then the sex part over here, the, the sex was like the the most, you know, the biggest thing to her. It was the largest part mm-hmm. of, of, of her marriage or her marital concerns, should I say. Right. And so... A lot, I think that, a, you know, as far as a man is concerned, do you think that a man has to be like, um, you know, all there in order to, you know what I mean? Basically, I felt what I was getting from her was that her husband was kind of, I think all the things that were going on in their relationship, like the, the way that you even talk to each other or, you know, things like that. I think that was taking his interest away, should I say. Mm-hmm. So when your interest is taken out of, you know, the marriage or the relationship, di- does this affect sex, you think? Yeah, well, it's. I guess I'm trying to understand the question that you're asking me. So what, what are, you, are you asking me? Then from her standpoint or from his standpoint? From his standpoint, as him being a man, right. uh, because I was trying to figure out he was a very young man. Right. So in my mind, I know at young, his stamina, there's probably not anything wrong with it. So it has to be something else. Um, you know, based off of the stories that she was telling me how they were, you know, constantly bickering and things of that nature. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking if I'm bickering with somebody, I don't want to sleep with you either. You know, <laughs> that's what yeah, I was but, thinking. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. And so well, the, the argument, that's just a byproduct of a deeper issue. Um, if I was talking to him, um, well, if I was talking to both of them, putting them together, what I would tell them is that, you know, you hear that they say when it comes to uh, marriage, they said the um, the number one reason why people, um, you know, have divorce, they say they'll say money issues. It's not really money. They'll say, well, it's sex issues. No, it's not sex. What it is, is communication about all those other things. Mm-hmm. Communication about money, communication about sex. And in their particular case, it's communication about sex. What they're doing, they're not talking to each other. They're talking at each other about mm. their sexual problems. And I love what one of my guests who I had on my show, we were talking about sex issues. And he's, you know, he deal, he and his wife deal with couples who have these issues. And he said something that I'll never forget. Eric said, his name's um, Eric Terry. He says that if two people are not talking to each other, that means the devil's talking to both of them. Well. Yeah, that, that shook me when he said that. He says, you have to always maintain the communication. And what it is, is that they don't have the right intimacy with sexually because they don't have the right intimacy emotionally. They're not talking to each other. They're not trying to understand each other. What it is that they're both 
pursuing, looking at what they want selfishly. And mm-hmm. now they're hurting each other. Um, and, and I don't want to get too explicit on the show, mm-hmm. but the best sex comes from when each person is trying to please the other person. Exactly. And they're not making it about them. Mm-hmm. They're making it about man is us. Now mm-hmm. I'm probably going a little bit too much in information right now. <laughs> That's actually trip. good tea. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's, but- we're adults. I mean, we're not getting like that. But you know, it was a question that 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 laid on my heart after you know I did talk with her. Now I never, I didn't talk with him, but I talked with her, and I would. I think what was happening was I was listening to her, but putting myself in his shoes, kind of thinking like, you know, what has to be the issue here? Cause she's searching for an answer. And so I think you were talking, yeah. when you were talking about them going to each other, to me, I call that uh, like a shovel they're digging. So they're in a hole Mm -hmm. and we're talking about, yeah, but yeah, if you keep complaining to them, what you're really telling them to do is all right, you don't know what to do, but at least put down the shovel, you know, stop digging a deeper hole. Let's leave, let's figure this out. But you got to stop digging before you get the hole even deeper. So first I would tell him to get rid of the shovel. All right. Mm-hmm. Stop okay. digging. You had already in a hole. Stop digging. You don't dig deeper. Right. Stop. Now right. let's communicate. Like I'll give you an example. If I was talking to either her or him. I guarantee you they haven't talked about this. If I went to him, what her expectation of you when it comes to sex? How often? How does she like it? How do you like it? Mm-hmm. What, what does she do that triggers you and turns you off from sex? Are you exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as how, what, not only what does she expect, as far as how, what is the timing? When is the best time for both mm-hmm. of you where one person is not um, exhausted, one person is, you know, irritable? Mm-hmm. It, it, all these things have to be discussed so you can at least get rid of the distractions that can be pulling away from the intimacy. Okay. So I would advise them to sit down and talk about expectations, mm-hmm. talk about desires, talk about compromise. Talk about maybe they need to seek therapy, that they need to get with a counselor, that maybe they got some traumatic issues. Maybe it has nothing to do with sex, but it's all the trauma they're bringing into the to relationship, into the sex. But they can't get to any of this unless they're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And like Eric Terry said, if they're not talking to each other, trust me, the enemy's in both of their ears. Yes. Man, he'll never be the man you want him to be. Man, mm-hmm. she's nagging you. Man, you need to find you a woman who will at least be quiet. See, the enemy's <laughs> telling both of them all kinds of stuff and they're going at each other as opposed to coming to the table to discuss it with each other that was good see that was really good that was really good i couldn't i couldn't figure how to put it together and i hate to not to have an answer or at least something you know i reverted back to y'all need to pray you know what I mean? <laughs> right. girl anointed shoes or something you know what I mean? I'm just, <laughs> well, just, well just Teresa, tell it tell it stop digging Yes. And start communicating and then add prayer to that too. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was good tea. Thank you for that. Can you tell my viewers, this is my last question for you. Can sure. you tell my viewers where they can find your book? Well, they can go to amazon.com and just put type in man accomplished. They can get it there. Or they can go to our website at realmenconnect.com. Mm-hmm. That's real men, M-E-N connect.com and they can just go click on our bookstore and they'll see our books and other books that we offer to as well so either okay. one they can go amazon.com or realmenconnect.com is this also the pathway to your podcast yeah they can find out about the podcast on the realmenconnect.com or if they're on any um podcast platform all they got to do is type in the word real men connect 
and we're going to pop up, especially on Apple Podcasts, because we're the top rated podcast for Christian men on on Apple Podcasts. Oh, Even yes. Oh, yes. My husband. They just type in Christian men. We're popping up. Yes. On, yes. On he he got podcast. a new podcast to watch. You got a new viewer because I'm going to tell him all about you. I am. That's, that's, you know what? That's a good way to introduce us. I always tell um, women when they say, man, I would love for my husband to find out more about what you guys do. They're li- and men are a little bit leery when their wife say, I got a suggestion for you. No, yes. what you do is you say, you know what? I, you know, I happen to stumble across this podcast. It was for men, but I got something out of it. You yeah. might check this out. Tell me if you can relate to anything because I'm relating to it. And I'm a woman. Absolutely. That's how you get them, in, and then he's gonna get hooked on the podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes, they need that. Yeah, they need that. I definitely thank you for coming by. You brought some good tea tonight. I'm telling you, yes, you were absolutely awesome. You were more above and beyond what I even knew. I knew this was serious right here. <laughs> see, you see what you just did, Teresa? You gave me a win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to do another thing. I want to come back again now. Yes, so. you definitely can come back. You know, I believe in those lasting friendships and things of that nature. I'm absolutely glad that I met you tonight. You. Um, you're absolutely awesome. A breath of fresh air. You really, really were great to me. And I thank you so much for coming by the real tea. You're you welcome. Anytime. Anytime. Yes, yes. You guys, this is Dr. Joe Martin. Thank you. And now, you guys, for our final sip of tea um, for the end of the night. Now, to be or not to be is the question for most men. Um, How they're viewed and recognized, it comes from their roots from within. Our guest tonight, he proved that just a little knowledge and a little effort, it can go a long way. And then what's done with what's learned, it becomes on display and for all to see. For it's never too late to learn, never too late to change, and never, and I mean never, give up on your dreams. And in the words of our former president, Barack Obama, yes, we can. You can do it. God bless you guys. And thank you so much, so very much for tuning in to The Real Tea. God bless. (laughs) 